Hey guys. Zero one. Sorry for the late publish of the episode. I know I'm getting it out a little bit later than usual. Zero. But um, had some scheduling conflicts. Then I'll Zero. make sure to fix fix those in the future. Um, but I have some three gear interviews for you this week. I have Coach Morris from West Carroll War Eagle Football, Coach Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football, and Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, Coach, how's it going tonight? Good, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, this one's kind of bittersweet because this is the last one of the season. Uh, yeah, and, and it, you know, all good things must come to an end. And I just wrapped up the our our local radio show we do every week here in, in, in Atwood. And now talking to you for the last time, at least on your podcast for the season. Um, but, uh, you know, what is always next year. Uh, definitely. And as you guys are, I'm looking forward to next year already. Yeah, you know, we we just got done talking about that, and and, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit. But you know, Mace, is, man, they're a very good football team, yeah. and I don't think they get the credit uh, yet that they deserve. Um, they're going to surprise a lot of people uh, as long as they don't get in their own way. Um, they'll, they'll surprise a lot of teams starting this week, and and I believe we were just the first of many to fall uh, to Mace and. And, you know, I'll take anything away from them. They, they, they played very well. They did what they needed to do. They made the adjustments. They, they made plays, and, and, and they did what good football teams do. When they smell blood in the water, they close the game out quick. Well, what did you think of your team's performance overall? You know, that first quarter was, was very, very uh, hopeful for us. You know, I, at the end of the first quarter, it's 14 nothing. you know, maze, but – we were, we were battling, you know, defensively. We're making them earn things, and, and we're being physical with them, and we're actually being more physical than them in the first quarter, in my opinion. And, you know, offense was stuttering, but we knew Mace had a very good defense, and so it was a, it was kind of a defensive struggle back and forth. And just, you know, at the end of the first quarter, I thought, okay, I want to be in the game. First quarter, we're, we're physically banging with them, probably more physical than them. You know, first quarter, they made some adjustments. Not only did they play in a different way, they came out playing with a higher level of physicality. They made some quick adjustments on the fly to some things we were doing and giving them on both sides of the ball and showed that they were above average coach. You know, they got a great coach staff over there and they make adjustments quick and and, and they just, again, they do what good football teams do. We were beating them and making them struggle in certain ways, and, and they can beat you multiple ways, and that's exactly what they did. Um, specifically, offensively, who who like, who like played well for you guys, do you feel like? You know, offense is uh, going to be kind of a forefront of our focus this offseason. You know, we, we've started off the year with a lot of yards, a lot of points, and and then as the year went on, we, we kind of got less and less and less, and, and that's concerning, you know, especially offense. When, when you look at, the, you look at the, the game, you know, typically your offense starts slow, but your defense starts fast, and your offense gets in more of a rhythm as the year goes on. And, and this year it was the opposite for us. So we're, we're currently in the process of, of doing exit interviews, which I truly believe in, to, to just give you a second as a coach to, to speak to the players and hear, you know, 
hear what they have to say and 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 talk about what goes on in the huddle during the games and i think you kind of get a get a, a light on, on some some issues or the lack of issues by talking to your kids so it's it's something i think i take very seriously and we're in the middle of doing that but you know, there's not really anybody that stood out to me offensively, and I, and I don't mean that in a negative way. We just did not do a whole lot offensively. You know, I think Nate Wyckoff had a few big runs there, hard run. You know, I, that, there's just not a lot of production offensively versus Mace for me to say. Um, what about defensively? A great, great defense football game, and and he's been he's been our as that multiple times this year, you know, defense and offense. I mean, back in the summer, he's running back and catching passes. And then in the season, he had to get moved to pulling guard, and he's leading up in the holes for power and, and buck and different things. And on defense, he played linebacker, safety, D-line, you name it. He played everything but corner. And he we had to tackle due to some injuries and, and, and some missing people. And, and he was severely outsized. in the backfield and had four five tackles for loss. He had, sack. he had a lot of physical tackles. So he left. He left an exclamation mark on his senior season. Awesome. Um, what's the vibe around the team? Are they go, go, looking forward to the offseason? Are they excited or kind of upset of how it ended? Or how's the, how's the vibe <sighs> over there? I think it's a mixed bag, and 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 I think that's kind of the root of some of the issues that we have. I, you know, for the seniors, of course, it's painful. You know they they poured their heart and soul in this for uh, for four years and 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 they've uh, really 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 you know it, it's it's over for them and and it's starting to set in and and for our underclassmen they're I'm not gonna say they're not bothered by it but they seem indifferent right now like they they know that they have another season but that's also a concern to me because what if you don't you know what if you don't have another season what if you don't have it tomorrow what if you don't have another game. And I think that kind of plays into the mindset of some of our underclassmen this year, knowing that this isn't it for them, but it could easily be. And, and that's something that we have to fix. So I think we're going to have some eyes open this offseason. I think uh, we as a coaching staff have a great plan already uh, for the offseason and, you know, some of the things that we need to get fixed and the direction we need to go. And, and I think it's going to be eye-opening for some of our kids, especially some of our uh, our upperclassmen that are coming back. I mean, it's – I mean it when I say it. When I go into a season, it's there's no returning starters. I, I don't I don't view it that way. I, I want I want competition at positions, but I want the competition to start in in the weight room, in mm-hmm. the conditioning that we do, in, in the in the lifts and and the stretches and whatever it is we do. I, I want to see who really truly wants it. And and just because you were good enough last year to be that starting spot doesn't mean you won't be beat out this year. And you know, I, I'm a true believer believer that that competition within the team only makes you better uh, yeah. when you reach the playoffs. Definitely, I, I completely understand that. Um, you mentioned those seniors. Let's talk about those seniors and who they are and uh, what they played. Well, you know, and, and and again, I so how I do my player interviews is is I kind of split up. The, the roster amongst coaches. So, you know, we have a JV head coach and he'll meet with most of uh, most of the JV guys. And then we have a special teams coordinator, an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and they'll meet with their guys that are returning uh, players. So kind of the underclassmen, that's who they're meeting with right now. But 
I take a special interest in meeting with the seniors individually, one by one, and and just letting them talk. You know, just just to just to talk about their four years, but also I, I want them to because I've you know they're old enough and they're mature enough to understand why I ask them. I, I want them to tell me some things that I, as a head coach, can do better, or some things as a head coach that I did that they like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think peer feedback, player feedback, is important, and 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 it catches them off guard they think it's a trap and it's not a trap you know i want to know know how i can be better i want to know you know especially these outgoing seniors what can i do to make this program something they're proud of as alumni you know what direction are we going and i want them to feel valued i want them to feel a part of it because if you look at any successful high school sports program not just program you have involved alumni and that, and that mm-hmm. tells your kids that it is bigger than just them. And, and I'm hoping that we can breed that and we can grow that uh, here at West Carroll. So, you know, we're, we're talking, I'm talking to the seniors one-on-one and, and it kind of hit me today. If we think back to these seniors, you know, four years, you know, when they were eighth graders, graduating eighth grade, getting ready to go in as, as freshmen, you know, they're in that freshman going into the winter of their freshman year. That's when COVID hit. You know, and so all that uncertainty and newness that that basically ruined, you know, two two normal years. I'm not going to say ruined two years, but just what normal was for them, you know, it was gone for two years. And then right when they started coming out of the COVID, you know, mishap, they're getting some stability. You know, they had a coaching change. You know, I came in as the head coach and the head coach that they had known for their entire, you know, playing careers, even in youth, had, had, had gone to gone elsewhere and. And so they had that. So this senior bunch has really been through it. You know, they've, they've experienced a lot of trials and tribulations. And, and so, you know, I do think that they have a level of a potential that's untapped and it's not their fault. It's just the, the situations that they were thrown in with the pandemic and the coaching change and everything else. But on the flip side of that, I think everything that they've accomplished is a testament to them and their their will of what they want and how hard they work because they had to do a lot of it on their own uh, in in this kind of uncertain time. So it's a very interesting senior bunch when you look at their history. Um, I've got a lot of close relationships with a lot of those seniors, even though I was only here with them two years. It's a, it's a diverse bunch. There's a lot of different attitudes and egos there, not in a bad way. That, but the, the thing that resonates the most with me with this bunch you might not always like what they have to say, but I can promise they're 100% honest. They're mm-hmm. always honest with you. Even if you don't like it, they're going to be honest with you, and I can respect that, and and, and I'm going to miss that out of a lot of these kids. Um, how many how many seniors do you have this year leaving? You know, we had, we, we had nine seniors total, so okay. it's, a, it's a relatively large group. Um, we had a lot of role players. You know, we had two, two, two very key players there in that senior bunch, but – Again, it was a it was a quietly large group. It's it's you know when you hear nine, you think wow, it's a, that's a big senior class, and it is a big senior class, but it's big in different ways. Uh, we added some along the way uh, between my first year and this year, and and we have some that are just good team players in that group that they just they'll do whatever. You know, they're there every day. They'll, they'll if they need to hold a handshield, they'll hold a handshield. If they need to get in there and run full speed downfield, they'll do that. And and we had some of those guys in that group too. So. It was a very, again, a very wide range, diverse group of seniors, and and it's a very good group. Awesome. Um, what are your plans for the next few weeks of the off season? <laughs> you know, as I said, we're uh, 
we're kind of in that exit interview stage right now. You know, we hit the ground running with that this week and, and we've already been, you know, I, I call it changing the scenery of the field house. Uh, we're, we're transitioning from end season to uh, postseason, getting things put up, cleaned up. You know, we've deep cleaned the weight room and the locker room, getting laundry going, getting the lockers cleaned out, um, all those things. And, and hopefully we wrap up player evaluations and, and interviews this week um, so we can kind of, for the most part, close the door on on this season, um, except for the banquet that's coming up. But, um, um, you know, we start, we'll start our offseason next week. You know, we'll start teaching lifts next week. Um, we're, we're not going to waste any time. I think it's clear and apparent to us as coaches is the direction we need to go and what needs to happen to fix some of the issues we notice here on the back end of our season. And, and we're not going to waste any time. You know, we're, we're, they've had a week, and, and, and it's time to start teaching. You know, there's going to be a lot of detail orientation that, that goes into the weight room this year. And so it's not fair to expect kids to be able to do something if you don't teach them. So we're going to take time on the front end here, probably still a week of, of just pure teaching technique and, and how to be safe in the weight room. From season one to season two, what do you think your coaching staff – has improved on or learned from these last two years? You know, I was talking to some seniors about this today. I truly feel like I just finished my first full cycle uh, at West Carroll. And if you think about it, I, I kind of did. You know, yeah. came in, we came in late in that first summer, didn't get a true offseason. Last offseason, we're still trying to figure things out and who's what and getting some more coaches hired. And and so it's been it's been crazy a uh, year and a half. And, and so – I do think we've done a better job as a staff understanding how we work together um, as a staff. I do think we saw a lot of growth in that. But I also think that we're all on the same page and we got there different ways with some of the issues that we need to fix. And But I also think we're on the same page of how to fix those issues. And and so I, I'm going into this offseason probably a little bit more optimistic than I was last off season, meaning, you know, last off season, it was more survival still, you know, just getting all the newness and, and understanding how to run an off season. And, you know, even though I've been a part of it, you just don't, you don't, there's things that go into it that you just don't realize until you start doing it. This off season, I feel a little bit more confident in the path that we're going, how we're going to get there. And I think it's going to turn into better results for us. And um, I, I've never, going to say I'm more excited to get an offseason going than I am. Be I'd rather be playing Friday. I'd rather be under the lights in the second round of the playoffs. There's no doubt about it. But I am eager to get this offseason started because this offseason is going to tell me a lot about the trajectory of the West Carroll football program. Awesome. This is my last football question. Well, high school football question, and then I'll get to some fun stuff. Um, I saw, I'm stealing this from a, a local store down here in Georgia, so forgive me, guys. Um, who is a player for you guys that is is getting offers? He may be getting offers, but he's not getting the offers he should or that colleges need to look at. You know, um, you know, we've got some. Again, I, I call them late bloomers. I, I think Seth Edwards is a steal for any college. Um, I, I you can't have enough. You ask them to do at the best of their abilities with the maximum amount of effort, and they'll never once complain. Whatever it takes to be successful for the team, that's what they're what Seth's going to do. And you know, I I, I know I'm going to have a hard time replacing that. And and I just think that that's some backbone kids that college could build a program with. So I think 
I think if someone would take a sass, I think he's still growing. Uh, he's, you know, he put some size and some strength on him. Um, I, I think he's a steal. There's another one. You know, he's, he's, he's got stats to go with it. He's beat up right now. He, he's, a, he's a war daddy. He, Ryan, but man, when he's healthy, he flies. He can scoot, and he's getting longer and, and, and getting a little bit bigger frame on him. So I think he's very much a late bloomer. I do put 10 pounds of muscle on him and have have a really good slot receiver, uh, free safety type body with some length and can cover some areas of the field. Uh, so those are those are two that I think uh, I think if they, if they given the opportunity, I think the college will not be disappointed. Where where does I know Jay Long's a running back. Where would Seth Edwards be product? Uh, you know, I kind I kind of think he's more of a boundary, boundary uh, linebacker safety type guy. If a, if a you know if an offense runs more of a power back H back, maybe mm-hmm. you know kind of like a Malzahn ish type offense, he could possibly put on some muscle and be that kind of guy. Um, again, I he'll be whatever you want him to be. Just <laughs> give him time and teach him how to get there, and he'll do it. And, and so I. You know, he, he was everything for us. He played in space. He played in the box. He played on the line. He ran the ball some. He was tight end some. He was quarterback some. He's just – you just don't find those types of kids anymore. You just don't – you don't find those kids that are willing to do whatever it takes for the betterment of the program and the team. And, and, and again, I, I'm not going to be able to replace him right now. I love it. Um, all right, I'll get to some fun questions. Uh, how's the family? Uh, how's everybody doing? Family's doing well. Um, we're we're gearing up, excited to to have dad back. Uh, you know, that's, the off season does bring some much needed um, family time. You know that they, they definitely uh, for those that aren't around a coach's family, uh, the coach's family suffers during season. Um, being gone home late, uh, sometimes home they don't even know I get home. Sometimes you know I come home after their sleep and I leave before they get up and. And uh, so the off season brings a little bit more uh, daddy, daddy, daughter time, and, and daddy and, and husband wife time, and and that's much needed. You know, it's a it's a breath of fresh air for them, as I know it is for me. So they're they're doing well. They're 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 embracing this off season. Awesome. Um, when is is pageant season now, or is it is it starting? Man, with- pageant season never ends. <laughs> yeah. She had interview practice tonight. You know, she's gearing up for – she's got a couple of smaller ones coming up here over the next few weekends, but she's gearing up for uh, Tennessee Elementary, which is her next big one, and she may do Miss Earth pageant later next year. And so she's she's got some big ones on, on, the, on the calendar that they've circled and, and they're working towards. And so there's, there is no off-season when it comes to pageants. <laughs> awesome. Um, speaking of – I saw a memory you shared on Facebook of uh, – being at uh, Owensboro Catholic, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of made me smile. Yeah, you know that popped up this morning. I had to go to some uh, TWSWA admin meetings today in Jackson, and so I was. That popped up on my Facebook, and man, you, those those were some battles with Owensboro <laughs> Catholic in the second oh, no. oh, and third yeah. rounds of the playoffs. And over there in Steel Stadium, it's always cold, and and you know, Coach B. If I ever, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but if I ever do. And I doubt he listens to podcasts. He probably has no idea what that is. But, uh, <laughs> you know, he we butted heads a lot when I was at Murray. But I learned a lot from that guy and, and grew. He, he always made me question things. 
and 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 that tradition that he has there of you know how you spell fun it's just it's it, it resonates with me and i've brought it to west carroll and i hope it takes off because man that that video with that moment and we had a few of those in our time at murray man that's a great feeling hearing the kids do that and the community do that together and that's just that's just the thing and, and so yeah it was a good memory and and there's a lot of good memories in playoff season so you're saying he would like to be on the show I, you know what? I don't know. You'd you'd waste more time trying to explain to Coach B what uh, what it is you're wanting him to do than getting him to do it. Uh, bless his heart. He's 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 an old soul, setting his ways, and we used to give him uh, we get we gave him hard times. All I don't know. I, I would imagine he probably still doesn't have a smartphone. If I was to guess, um, he's got the old school cell phone, and it works just fine for him. But I think he's still over there, you know, helping out Coach Bowling at Murray, and very much involved. Nice. His uh his son's playing really well for them, by the way. Yes. Yep. Yep. He is. Um, I guess I'll leave you on this last question. Did you watch Saturday night? Actually, I did not. We listened I listened to a half. So we have a Northwest Tennessee middle school all star football game that we host at West Carroll. And um, that was scheduled for that Saturday. And so I was caught up and working that all night. But while we were setting up, we we uh, we listened to it over the PA system for a half before the team started to show up. And and the uh, it was I think it's just a testament to how far Kirby Smart has brought Georgia's program. You know, and, and I don't think Tennessee is anywhere near where it's going to be in another year or two. I, I think I think we're only seeing the beginning of how good Tennessee is going to be under Heupel. Uh But I, I don't think. Given to Kirby Smart and, and his six years at Georgia, seven years, however long it's been, where they were, and I know Coach Mark Rick was doing a good job, but just the dominance that they play with right now with some below-dominant guys, if you look at them on paper, it's impressive. I'm going to be honest. I was worried. I thought Tennessee's offense would run away. Well, run I, I think I think, uh, I think think on the being on the road team there had more to do with that than what people want to say. I think it got to uh, I think it got the hooker and the offense. The rhythm just looked off. But I think a lot of that was to do with Georgia. Georgia just said we're going to bring pressure. You know, we're going <laughs> we're going to man you up. And we're going to bring some pressure and try to throw off that rhythm. And they were able to do it. Uh, seven sacks is a lot. Yeah, it is. And again, that 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 offense is all about timing. And and when you, and we've talked about this, when you run that type of offense, if it's clicking, man, it's hard. It's hard to stop. But if it's not clicking. It'll it'll get a game out of hand quick, and that's what happened with Tennessee. Do you see Tennessee making to the playoffs? Or one hundred percent. I I I just I I think that they'll rebound with the vengeance this week versus uh, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I don't foresee. I mean, South Carolina is always a question mark. Uh, I I don't see Vanderbilt being a a, a you know a humongous <laughs> challenge there. I do think between. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. I do think at least one of them is going to lose between now and then, and I think uh, I think you'll have Tennessee there, the three or four seed, uh, going into the playoffs. I, I, I that does not that would not surprise me at all. I, I'm with you. I just I don't know if the committee wants to see Georgia Tennessee again. No, I don't know if they want to see Georgia Tennessee again. Um, although I think it would be a better game second time around um i i I do think tennessee would play better i don't think georgia got anywhere near tennessee's best shot um but 
it's going to be hard to make the case for some of those other teams. I mean, regardless, if, if Tennessee doesn't lose again, their only loss was to a top five team, and they'll still have at least five, if not fans over a top 25 team. Uh, right. th- there's not many teams in the country that's going to have that resume. I agree. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it, it, it's and 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 you still look at you still look at this. You know, you, you still got the SEC championship to go into play here. Who's going to come out of the East? Mm-hmm. Who, who's who's going to do that one? Because that could throw a monkey wrench in things. I I, I see LSU coming out of the West, but I mean, you never know. No, you never know. Never ever know. Well, coach, if if there's a way you can recap the season in a couple sentences, how would you? Recap the season. We'll let you get out of here. You know, we we talked about this on the on the last show I was on uh, just a little bit ago. It was a roller coaster season. You know, we started out hot, a lot of new faces and a lot of new places, and 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 asking new people to do new things, and and we had a lot of success early, and 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 that was great. But you know, kind of the the flip side of that is complacency, and um, I just think we were very inconsistent as a whole. If I had to describe the the season in one sentence, I would say inconsistent. Uh, we did a lot of good things at certain points, and we did a lot of bad things at other points, and we just weren't consistent with who we are. And and that's got to be something that gets fixed this offseason, and I think it can be fixed. I, I think a good, well-ran offseason will, will, will fix that attention to detail and that consistency. But we did a lot of good things. We made a lot of good memories. Um, we had a lot of heartbreak. Uh, it was it was a tough season, you know, not just for football stuff, but, you know, kind of the personal things that went on with me and, and my family and – and everything that goes with being a head coach, it, it was a it was a tough season. It really was, and uh, you never want to see it end. But uh, we're going to keep the wheels moving forward, and we're going to regroup. and And at the end of the day, you know, we're in this because we love the kids, and I believe in the kids, and and I love them, and I love the community I'm in, and and uh, they're going to get my all this off season just as much as they would any other off season. So we're looking forward to it, and and uh, here's to 2023. Awesome. Well, spring can't get here fast enough because I'm already looking forward to it. Yeah, no, I can't. I, I hate that this is going to be the last time I get to talk to you on your podcast, but uh, I know we'll talk again soon. It'll be oh, spring yeah. ball before we know it. Definitely. Well, Coach, this season's been a blast talking to you, and I look forward to the spring where we can talk football again. Yes, sir. You take care of yourself, and you have a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas if I don't talk to you before, and a happy New Year, and uh, enjoy some playoff football, and, and basketball's getting going, and and we'll be pulling for Coach Hodge over there this week to pull off a big upset versus Fayetteville. Let's go get it. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. All right, thank you. You have thank a good you. one. Bye-bye. You too. Next up on the podcast, Coach Keith Hodge from Dresden Lions Football. Stop recording. Hey, Coach. How's it going tonight? Hey, man. Good. How you doing? Pretty good. It's good. Well, first of all, congratulations on a big round one playoff victory over uh, Eagleville, 45-14 to 14 Friday night. Yeah, it was good. You know, I thought we played one of our, our better football games of the season. And uh, you know, other than a few hiccups, you know, some fundamental things. Up on, you know, I felt like we had one of our more complete uh, games of the season. And, uh, you know, we played extremely hard. And I think that was the – probably the thing that really stood out about us was uh, just our overall effort um, to play the game right and uh, and to execute. You know, we executed really well and um, hoping that mindset and momentum will carry us forward here as we go. Um, your offense put 45 points up on the board. What did you think of their performance overall? 
you know, again, I thought that, uh, especially up front, you know, up front, I thought we had our best game of the season. Uh, I thought our offensive line stepped up to the challenge. And, you know, like I was telling you last week, you know, they had a really good nose guard. It's a big kid and one of the bigger kids we've faced this year. And, uh, you know, he's a good ball player. But uh, we, we did some good things and handled him really well. And, you know, I thought our game plan, you know, helped with that. And the, But it all boils down to how we executed it. And, uh, you know, we did good, you know. And then, um, you know, the run game had one of the better – games of the season and that starts all up front with that unit and you know we blocked well on the perimeter and running backs ran hard so you know that was huge and we didn't turn the football over and um we did we did have two bad snap not bad snaps but two dropped um but two dropped uh snaps by running backs in the backfield that hurt us but we converted on you know after that and actually ended up kicking a field goal at one point first field goal i think i've attempted and four or five years and uh, made that field going. I thought that was big. And uh, so, you know, overall offensively, I thought the guys played really good and, you know, and, and uh, converted all our third downs. And, um, you know, we had some big plays on first down also. And we, we played ahead of the sticks, you know, and I think that's one of the main things is, you know, we were constantly in, in good good position. Rather, if it wasn't on third down, it was, you know, relatively short. And, you know, we had some second medium, second shorts that we converted on. So, you know, I think it's the main thing that we did a good job of the other night. We didn't get ourselves get ourselves behind the sticks and, uh, you know, didn't have really any offensive penalties that I can think of. So, you know, overall, that that's huge this time of year. And um, it was good to see us have probably one of our best games of the season uh, this late in the year like this. I'm really surprised that's the first field goal you've kicked in a while. You know, and, and ain't cause, it ain't because of kicking situations or, or kickers or anything like that. It's it just – I, I tend to be aggressive in the red zone. I, I like, you know, just, just thinking, I think it's just a mindset of, you know, if we don't convert the fourth down here, at least their team has to drive 80 plus yards. And that's, you know, the, and, and maybe that ain't the right mindset. You know, I, I don't know, you know, I, I it's just, it's just the way things have shook out. Um, don't want to say that, uh, you know, and, and I think you need to be able to kick field goals. I think you're going to need them this time of year. And, um, and Mark was happy that he got that opportunity and we hit it. And, um, you know, so like I said, it's not, it's not a kicker issue or, or anything like that. It's just, it just boils down to, to me as, as the coach. And, and, and I like going for it on fourth down, you know, I like going for two point conversions. If, you know, you know, I've done it at Murray a couple of times, you know, it's, um, when you when you get a situation where you feel like you want to put the hands in your offensive hands and and uh, see if you can win a ball game or whatever it might be, you know. So, um, you know, I take that back. I think we did attempt a field goal in overtime versus Mayfield two years ago when we missed it, and then they missed their field goal. Um, I think so. We, I, I, I just remember that's that. That's right. That's right. 2020, right? Yeah, and we, and we went for a field goal. We had to, and we missed it, but then they missed theirs. And, or that or we had to, that or we went to kick it to win the game. I can't remember. We missed it, and then it went into the next overtime is what it was. Right, 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 right. So, uh, so again, I mean, it's just one of those situations where, you know, it just happened to be that way, and, um, you know, it's just part of the game. That's an important part of the game. Um, my wife and I were watching college. We're watching football. That's always our question. I was like, I'd go for it on fourth down if you're that close because they've got to drive the whole field. Yeah, and uh, I, a lot of it's who you're playing, 
mm-hmm. you know, um, how your defense is. You know, part of that's also you got to be smart about who you're playing. Are they explosive offensively? And uh, how's your defense playing? And what kind of plan you got in place? And do you feel good about it? And there's just a lot of elements that come into play you know, and a lot of hard decisions that you got to make. And um, you just hope you make the right one and you put the game in the kids' hands and, uh, and let them go out there and try to, you know, like I say, you got to have confidence in what you're doing and and uh, put it in their hands. And, uh, you know, just different situations call for different, uh, I guess you called opinions by the coach. So, you know, I don't know. Um, looking at your offense, they put up 45 points on the board. Um, we've already talked about the offensive line playing really well. Who else stood out to you on the offensive side of football? Well, you know, I thought uh, Tatum had his most carries of the season. Uh, I believe he had 18, and, you know, that don't sound like a lot. But, you know, we, we've – you know, we – him going both ways the way he does, you know, you don't want to go out there and um, put just too much on him and because, you know, he has to go out and play hard on defense also. So, you know, and we got some guys that, that need the ball in their hands. So, you know, we've been able to distribute the ball out in different places. And, um, you know, I thought the receivers had a good night and – you know, you know, the injury bug has really gotten us, so we've had to plug and play. You know, we had a kid that ain't started all year long, started receiver the other night, and uh, that, you know, and that's hard. You know, it's hard this time of year, you know, but that's why you prepare and practice, and I uh, thought he had a good week in practice, and, you know, and he's learning and grooming and um, trying to figure the game out and get out there and play, and, um, you know, so proud of his effort to, to step up, and then you got to have that. We have we've had to have other guys step up, and some more go both ways than what you want to go. And um, but you know, I, anyway, I thought our receivers played well. I thought our, our, our backfield played well and blocked really well. And we asked our backfield to block probably a lot more than what a lot of other teams do. And I asked the quarterback to block a lot more than other teams do. So because he's a big kid, you know, he's two thirty, mm-hmm. so. You know, using him as a blocking back also and our quarterback is, is big. And um, I'm glad I get to do that with him and um, he'll do anything. Yeah. So, uh, again, I thought our skill guys played well in offense also. Is um, random question is he as big or as big or bigger than Hunter Utley? Well, Hunter was a little bit taller. You know, Hunter was pushing 6'2, you know, but Tatum's about six foot. But, you know, Hunter probably weighed about 185. You know, when Tatum weighs two thirty, okay. Um, so you know, Tatum's a he's a big kid. You know, that's why he plays middle linebacker and a uh, very strong kid, big and look good in the weight room, and uh, just has a lot of force behind him. And you know, not a lot of people try to take him on, obviously, when he's running the ball. And um, you know, he's a weapon back there. And uh, you know, he had a good passing game another night, also, and smart with the ball, real smart with the football. Um, but uh, you know, the the guys around him help him, and he helps them, and um, you know, as a unit, you know, you can play well together when, you, when you're on the same page and these guys have played together a long time. So, you know, that helps to have that and to have that experience. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been good to us. You mentioned, uh, injury bug and sickness earlier. Um, are you guys still having a bunch of issues with the flu or? Well, we had, we had one go home today with the flu, um, our starting center, wasn't feeling good this morning, so he went home. Uh, that could be big for us, and um, you know, so you know, you're, you're having some things going on right now that uh, we're having to fight through, and um, so you know, and the injuries are just they are what they are. You know, I, I believe everybody that uh, started this past week will, will start again this week. 
Um, so that, that's a good feeling, you know, to have that, that same group back out there again. And, um, uh, so we'll, we'll see how, how it pans out for us. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just odd, you know, last year I didn't feel like we hardly had any injuries. We had a few here and there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of, we had the kid that tore his ACL last year, tear it again this year. And, you know, he's been missed. Ooh, uh, Tanner, Tanner Thomas has been missed. Great player, great kid, great teammate. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we're, we're still missing uh, some other guys, you know, Creed Melton and Will Kibler and, you know, a, a group of kids that are real close. You know, they're, that's a, it's a group of kids that are real close to each other and, and play well together. And uh, not having that uh, piece of that, you know, it just makes you have to plug and play and a kid's got to step up. So, you know, it's just part of it's part of football, obviously. And it's um, but you just you just hate seeing the kids that, like I told you last time, that work so hard and want to be out there so bad and you know, are out there at practice, kind of just, you can just tell on their face, they want to play and, you know, that's hard. That's hard on these guys. And, you know, they, they put in a lot of work. So, um, but when they get healthy, they'll be right back with us and uh, working hard and looking forward to that also. Um, that, that the two ACLs back to back years, that, that breaks my heart. That That's just rough. <sighs> it's, it's hard, you know, and that's so hard on that kid and the parents and what, what you have to go through with that. Cause there, there's months of therapy. It's months of pain, uh, and it, it's hard, you know, that, that's a hard thing to deal with and, um, puts a strain on you mentally, but he's a tough kid and he's tough mentally and, um, great to be around. And, uh, you know, so obviously he's missed, but, um, he still, you know, he still goes everything with us. And, uh, like I said, he's a great teammate, you know, and that, that probably stands out to me more than anything about him. And, uh, you know, obviously we wish we had him out there and, but, uh, again, that's when, step up and and be great teammates themselves um looking over at the defensive side of the football you guys only gave up 14 points on friday night um what did you think of their performance overall well i think the main thing that stood out you know even after watching film and watching it live was how well our box played you know our box really controlled the game and they couldn't get their run game going against us and um you know that was huge you know how we handled them up front we were worried about them up front you know we were worried about the we were worried that they were going to run some option stuff and, and have some success doing that. And, um, but, um, they didn't, you know, and I thought our defense stepped up to that, that challenge of, of stopping their, their run game. And we did a heck of a job. Might, again, might've been the best performance of the year in the box force. Um, they just could not establish the run on us and we made them throw a ton. Um, you know, and like I said, the 14 points came off bad fundamentals. They didn't come off of, um, you know, uh, them driving the field or anything like that, or you know, driving down our throats or nothing. It was just, it was just fundamental mistakes and getting out of position and, um, you know, going for a ball and a jump ball, just you know, jumping just a little too soon, you know, and they and they caught it over our head, you know. So th- those things that are going to happen when teams are throwing it a ton, and um, you know, and some of those things are hard for us to simulate in practice. We do the best we can and. Um, we haven't seen, you know, other than, you know, probably McKenzie, we just haven't seen a ton of pass. And, um, you know, then also when you see it a bunch, you know, it tends to catch you off guard a little bit. Uh, but overall, again, you know, I, I don't, I don't like we gave up the 14 points and the guys will tell you that. And that's the one thing about them having pride is, you know, they, they want to, they want to shut a team out and, and don't want to give them any field and, um, you know, they, they kind of believe in some of the things that we constantly preach about field position and making a team punt and getting off the field on third down and those type of things. And you can just see the pride in it that the guys have as, as a game goes on. And, 
uh, and how their attitudes are. So, you know, that's big and, and that's a culture thing. And um, hoping the young guys see that and build off of that also. But, you know, still overall, I thought our defense played well and played smart and uh, didn't have many. Didn't, I don't know if we had any defensive penalties. If we did, uh, for some reason, they're not sticking out to me right now. But so, again, I thought, I thought we did have an offsides, uh, but I thought our defense played well. Um, who had a big game for you guys over there on the defensive side? Oh, let's see. You know, uh, I, I thought again, I, and, and and it's and it's his role, and we that's the reason why we have him there. But the way our box was playing allowed for Jet at free safety to just fly around and make a ton of plays. I mean, he's back here twelve yards, flying up, making plays, tackles for loss. He's at the line making tackles. Uh, you know, he was just all over the field. And I think a lot of that goes back to the box doing what they're supposed to do because if the box is doing what they're supposed to do and they're spilling everything either outside or in his his vision, you know, he's just flying up making that play and because that's you know, that's what he's really good at. And um, again, I thought our linebackers played well. Looking back at the film and everything, you know, they they tackled well and um, and of course, you know, I thought the D line did. I thought Jaquan Ellison, our freshman that starts on the D line, thought he had his best game of the year. Uh, they didn't handle him very well on their in their run game, and uh, you know he's a big kid, big force to have in the middle, and he's just going to get better. You know, only being 14 years old, you know he's just going to continue to grow and, and get better. He might be 15 now, but uh, so you you know again, I thought that uh, overall, you know, just played pretty well defensively and got after it and and gave our offense opportunities with good field position. Uh, and we we capitalized off of that, and put points on the board. Awesome. Um, looking ahead to Friday night against Fayetteville, um, how's practice been this week? How's preparation been? Uh, good. You know, I feel like our, you know, our minds have been in it. You know, we, we understand the game plan. Uh, we've mixed some things up to try to help us to slow them down and um, things you got to do this time of year, things you got to tweak and look at and, and try to put your guys in the best position to be successful and, and move pieces around and just be smart about it and, and that's what we're trying to do, you know. And if we got to make adjustments on the fly, we will. And um, you know, we're we're about to face, you know, one if not the best team we've played all year. Pop, maybe, you know, it's it's close between them and McKenzie. And um, you know, we played Westview, who's obviously gotten super hot, you know, over the, as the year is going on, and they figured things out, and they're still in the playoffs. So, you know, the game, the teams we've played is, you know, prepared us for for where we're at. You know, we know it's going to be a hard-fought game and everything. So, you know, practices, you know, when you get this time of year, your practice has to be really dialed in on focus. Mm. Uh, you know, just focusing on what you're trying to accomplish offensively and defensively and and relying on the guys to, to you know, trust it and uh, and work on the things that they think they're, we're going to see, you know, you know, tomorrow night. And, um, you know, it's just where you're at this time of year. And, um you know, it's just kind of what we call go time. I mean, it's uh, it's trust the game plan that we have on both sides and, and special teams and roll with it. Looking at the Tigers, um, they are the Tigers, correct? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do they do on offense? What do they run out of? What do they do well? Uh, they do they do a little bit of everything pretty well. You know, they're they're a spread team that um, has a lot of speed and a lot of. Um, uh, explosiveness out of their running backs, you know, and uh, they mix things up pretty well, I feel like. Um, they'll throw it quite a bit. They'll run it. You know, they, they take shots. Um, you know, they, they do a lot of – they throw quick screens. They, uh, 
So what the you know the, I think the main thing that they're doing that that changed from last year is they're really spreading the field horizontally and make you tackle in space more. Last year they're a little more downhill at you, and they still are. They still run, you know, uh, you know, gap scheme run game also with with zone, and it's at you a lot. But then they also throw it out in the perimeter fast and make you get out there in space against them. And um, so, you know, it's just a different, little bit different Fayetteville team. And you know, they got a talented quarterback, sophomore quarterback. It's you know, six six, big lefty kid, and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a big kid back there, and uh, he's playing with confidence. I, you know, he's smart with the football, and uh, they got some running backs that are complimenting him really well, and some receivers that are, are really good. And um, you know, it's a it's a talented one of the more talented probably one A teams you'll see, obviously, um, on both sides of the football. Well, he tuck it in runners. He will he stand back there and throw it a good bit. A little bit of both, you know. He, he, him being so tall allows him to see things unfold a lot better than than most high school quarterbacks. It's a big advantage to have that and to see the field and dissect it that with that height. Um, you know, against something you can't teach, it just is what it is. It's it's uh, it's, it's DNA. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he does a good job of that, and uh, he will take off running. He will take off, and you've got to get to him and uh, get the big kid down and make him run another play. You know, I think it's one of the main things that we have to do is make them run plays. Uh, field position's big. You know, that's something that they've taken advantage of big time in films is field position. So we have to pin them and make them drive the field. And that's obviously easier said than done. And uh, But that's what we have to do. You know, if we want to win this football game, we're going to have to make them drive and make mistakes and uh, give us more opportunities. I think that's the key is how can we gain more opportunities uh, more offensive plays so we can put points on the board. Are they a pretty good mix of running pass, or do they favor one or they, the other? They are. They, I, th- I think deep down they, they still want to run the football. Their offensive line's really good. Um, but they, they want to run the football. Um, but what they, they, they mix it up enough to keep you honest is what it boils down to. You know, They know that he's got some talented kids to throw out there too, so – they're going to mix it up. There's no doubt about it. But I think at the end of the day, you know, with their offensive line, they want to run the ball and um, and make you tackle them in space also. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just the offense that keeps you honest is what it boils down to. Um, who are the guys to watch out for the Lion fans on uh, for the Tigers? Uh, well, there, there's a list. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like I said, they're talented, you know, and – um, we have to uh, get after them in a lot of different ways. But uh, they've got a, a middle linebacker, uh, number nine, signing with Memphis. Um, they got another a nose guard that ca- that played defensive end for them last year that caused us an absolute ton of problems. And uh, he's a really good player, number 59. And um, they've got some DBs that I think are some good players that play fast and got some speed. And um, – you know, offensively, again, their quarterback and running back are really talented kids. And they got a kid at wide receiver, number five, that we don't remember from last year uh, that's came onto the scene and is really good. Um, you know, so they, they – uh, and they'll turn around and play do some wildcat with their middle linebacker that's really talented. And, um, you know, so they've got uh, a, a large group of talented kids over there. So – you know, there's just – and like I say, they, they do a lot of different things. It's not a one-pony show or anything. So, uh, you just they're just overall, you know, good football team. You mentioned their defensive players. What kind of defense do they run over there? 
uh, you know, it's a three, four, it's very similar to our defense and, um, they, you know, they utilize their speed really well. They want to keep you going to their middle backers who are, are talented young men and, um, you know, got a lot of speed over there and, you know, so, you know, we, we've had to develop a game plan around that, you know, it's something that I've had to really study and think on and, and, uh, and learn from my mistakes when we played them last year in the playoffs and, um, you know, we, we've got to attack them in a little bit different way, uh, than we did last year and, uh, hopefully slow their defense down. You know, I felt like last year they really, they really pinned their ears back on us and, um, really just committed to stopping our run game. And, um, and, you know, and I don't blame them, you know, you, you've got to get in the box and stop jet and stop Tatum and from getting going. And, um, you know, I think our offensive line is, 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 is kind of caught on fire a little bit for us and playing good. So, um, you know, I don't think their game plan will change against us from last year, you know, but you know, they, they run a lot of cover three single high look other safety. And, um, like I say, the main thing is they're going to try to force everything back to their middle linebackers, uh, who are talented kids, strong, big kids, um, you know, over there. So, you know, they, they've, they've had a heck of a year defensively, real good year. Um, so we got, we got to, we've had to realize that we're going to have to get after them. And like I said, we got to create opportunities and our offense is 100% got to get first downs. Something we didn't do a very good job of last year. We've got to keep their offense on the sideline and get first downs. Um, what are some other keys to victory for you guys? You know, I, again, it sounds like a broken record, but it is the honest truth. And I keep going back to this in my mind is field position. You know, um, a team that when you play talented teams, you can't give them a short field. It's too, it's, it's too much stress on your defense to do that. So when we punt, if we do punt, we're going to have to pin them. When we kick off, we're going to have to cover extremely well um, and keep them on their side of the field. Uh, make them run a lot of plays. You know, put them in situations where they're going to have to throw. Um, you know, there's just, there's just, it, it's the, it's the, it, it's the, it's the things that everybody knows has to happen. You're going to have to have, see those things happen and unfold. And and you know, one of the other things that you know challenge the guys on is, is if you're out there, you need to make a play. You know, we got you out there for a reason. Make a play. You know, make a big play for us and uh, and rally around each other. And um, but there's there's just several things. They want our offense staying on the field uh, and and taking advantage of any opportunity we get and put more pressure on. Them. They haven't had a ton of pressure on them other than probably one game this year. A couple couple things here and there, but just not a lot of mental pressure and uh, we want to do that you know we want to put pressure on them and and put them in some situations they haven't been a ton been in a lot of tough situations this year have they seen anybody you guys have seen this year they have uh south fulton they played south fulton in the first round last week um so you know because our region plays each other so they did play south fulton last week but other than that that's about it all right um now you guys are headed to Fayetteville. How long of a how long of a trip is that for you guys? Uh it's a little less than four hours. Um so it's a haul, you know, and uh like I told the guys today, it is what it is and uh let's enjoy it. And uh, you know, we'll get out of school before lunch and ride and make some stops and uh and try to enjoy the time together. And uh that's why we're where we're at this time of year. You know, you gotta be 
thankful you're in it where you're at right now and um and take advantage of it you know and shock some people you know there's there's not going to be many people that pick us and uh and that's just the situation it is you know they're 11 and 0 uh i think they're one or two in the state so you know and that's okay you know that that's what we asked for you know you ask for these situation is to put yourselves in to test you and to see where you're at and see if you've if you've grown since your last loss or a tough loss that you've had and and uh, see how we respond and uh i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to seeing how the guys play together and um seeing if they just get after it you know and not worry about all them other things that rankings and the way they look you know uh they're gonna pass the eye test you know obviously you know they've got some special players over there but you know, we've got some things about us that make us who we are and uh, make our culture the way it is. So, you know, we have to show that as a unit and uh, let's see what happens. You know, looking forward to that. It's a big challenge and looking forward to it. I'll show my hand. I'm picking you guys, by the way. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's, it's like I said, things got to fall in place and it does for them too. They're not just going to go out there and walk all over us. You know, they're, they're going to have to make some plays also. And, you know, that's what their coach is telling them and, um, you know, it's just that time of year when um, you got to play your best is what it boils down. You got to play your best. Both they, the, both teams have to play their best, and uh, you got to put yeah. your best show on. You got to put, uh, you know, you got to be physical. You got to be smart and uh, play together. And uh, should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. You know, it's an exciting time of year, and uh, the grass is. I think that they don't, you know, the grass is the grass is brown, you know, in certain spots. So, uh, you know, we we put some ride on. The reason why I say that we put some rye grass on our field, so it's like this deep green just looks totally different this time of year. I'm just still getting used to it. Uh, we just want to do something different, and, and a guy sponsored it, and it's awesome. It looks great, uh, but uh, you know, but there's also the flip side of that where you get to see that brown playoff grass and a play on it. So. You know, just just looking forward to that matchup. Where exactly is Fayetteville? Uh, uh, so it's south. I mean, it's almost as south as you can get down there. Um, where is it close to? I really don't have a good like Memphis or Chattanooga. No, it's right in the middle. Like go middle. Um, as you get toward more middle Tennessee south, when you go to Nashville, you go straight down. You're gonna hit it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's okay. just. Yeah. I kind of forgot how close I am to it because it sounds like I'm decently close to it here. Probably, decently, you're still a good haul there because you're closer to Chattanooga, probably. But yeah, um, probably Chattanooga. How close are you to Chattanooga? About an hour. Yeah, you're still a good haul. Yeah, it'd be a haul for you. You're still. You might even be five hours. Oh wow. Um, yeah, it's still a little bit of a, a little bit of a drive. It just depends on if there's a quick way. Yeah, uh, you know, the, just the way the highways are set up right there, it's kind of a weird the way the interstate works off of that. There's no real way to get there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's it's all. Um, but uh, yeah, it's down there, middle middle south as you can get right there. Awesome. Um, I'll get you out of here on some fun questions. Um, how's the family doing? How's basketball started? Good, and uh, we uh, flag football ended Wednesday night. Um, we did have a makeup game, so we knocked that out. Oh, okay. And uh, basketball starts next win next yeah next Wednesday. Um, so we are one week apart. We we went from one thing one on Wednesday ended it, and then the very next week here we go diving right back into the next thing. And uh, you know, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I sent the. <laughs> parents of the kids i'm coaching i'm coaching his team and sent them a message last night and 
Um, you know, I'm 100% not in basketball mode at any means, <laughs> no means whatsoever. Like my mind is not even wrapped around or, or worried about it, you know, and everything. So, but, uh, I'm looking forward to him having some fun. You know, I think that, uh, you know, he, he actually worked on his dribble skills a lot last year and learned it and got to get him playing a little faster and be more confident in it. And, uh, and then my daughter will start basketball. So she starts Monday night, nice. uh, practicing. So, you know, here we are full blown, uh, then we're doing our, our uh, Christmas uh, program. We're practicing at church, and that's on Wednesday nights. And uh, so it, it's a lot of uh, a little bit of busy time. You know, you're supposed to slow down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we're not. You know, there's nope. no, not no slowing down. That's okay. Um, but that's where we're at, and uh, full go. Um, but uh, it's good though. Everything's going good. How was the last game of the season, like football wise? Uh, good. They it was six to six, and uh, I started getting worried, thinking, "Oh my gosh, we're about to go in overtime again." <laughs> Black football game. We've already had a one, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's it's it's. Uh, I guess it's me being selfish in a way, but I'm like, this is borderline torture uh, because the kids are just over it at that point. Mm-hmm. But but I say this: twenty seconds left. You know, the team Maddox's own scores and they go nuts. <laughs> they have like they have literally won the Super Bowl. They're just dancing and having fun and smiling. So, you know, maybe overtime wouldn't have been such a bad thing. I don't know, but I'm glad they won. They, they ended up winning and uh, uh, got them a little thing at the end. And uh, <laughs> then you're blinking her off the next thing. But uh, it was good. You know, it was good. And I think he, he, you know, I saw him a little bit understanding it a little bit more last night. And, and, uh, you know, like I, like I was telling you, you know, a six-year-old out there playing football, it's a complicated sport as it is. Oh, yeah. uh, getting lined up right, not being off sides, seeing what everybody's doing and where they're going and understanding when a coach draws a play up on a board, you know, what are these little circles and why there's lines running everywhere, you know. Um, and you're sitting there thinking, well, you're the, you're the, you're, he's a coach's son. How does he not know all that stuff? Well, it's because I don't, I don't drive it down. You know, I'm not going to shove this down his throat. I'm going to let him – process this and let him enjoy it because if i start doing that i know he'll get frustrated and i'm just letting him take it in and learn it and uh then when he gets older it's he's got it's gonna be easier for him and then when he wants my input which he might not ever want you know because we'll probably butt heads on stuff but (laughs) if he does then that's fine i'll be here obviously to help him any way i can but it's, it's 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 fun to watch him out there playing and enjoying it. That's the main thing. I just like I've told you, me and Todd, I just like seeing him smile and oh yeah, in the game. That's awesome. Um, what do you? Or random question. I never I, I never asked you this. What do you, uh, color uniforms you guys wear on Friday night? Uh, we'll be all white with a with a black helmet uh, tomorrow night. But at home, we wear all black. Head to toe, all black, um, which I really like. You know, we're gonna get some new, 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 new home uniforms this this coming spring uh, in the summer. But um, you know, I like seeing us in the all black, and uh, the all white looks good from a distance too. Um, it's just it's so hard to keep the white clean. I mean, it's impossible. You know, and they they tear up easier, believe it or not, for some reason. Really? And, yeah, and I don't know why. I just feel like the the whites have tore up a little, a little more, a little, and that might be the way they're being made now. Um, just so you got to buy more, you know, it's just a, such a racket, and it's so expensive. It's just you just wouldn't believe it. Um, so it, it just, you know, and I like the all white from a distance, no film, it looks good and everything. But man, there is just nothing like all black, head to toe black. 
uh, you know, it's just, it's just sharp. And, uh, and we got a chrome gold D on our helmet with a matte black. It just, it just looks sharp. It looks good on the kids. Did you guys have the all black at Murray too? We did. We did. We had the all black and, uh, we were, we were all white too, you know, so it's kind of the same little, little setup and, you know, believe it or not, since I've been coaching pretty much, I've always been black and gold. Even when I was in East Tennessee, we were the Cherokees, but we were black and gold, you know, so I've, uh, that's been ingrained in me and gotten used to it. And I have a lot of black in my closet and, uh, you know, I've never gotten away from it and that's okay. You know, that's just who I am now. So it's great. Where were you? You were at McMinnville, right? McMahon County. There is a McMinnville, but this is McMahon County. Um, it's Athens. It's in Athens, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, it's way up there, close to you go Chattanooga, then you go to Cleveland, and then you're in Athens. That's uh, I, we've actually drove us through there, so it's not too far from us from there. Yep, yep. Um, decent size, big school. Um, that was my first big school experience. You know, I come from a small school and. So it's different, uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I learned a ton. You know, that was my breaking into coaching, and I learned so much compared to what I thought I knew. It's just, it's just so different. Um, so here we are, a lot of years, quite a few years later, and uh, <laughs> still learning. Awesome. Well, Coach, it's been fun as always, and I look forward to talking to you next week after a big win over those Tigers from Fayetteville. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. We'll holler at you. You have a good one, Coach. All right. See you, man. See you. Next up on the podcast, Coach Sean Thompson from Paducah Tillman Blue Tornado Football. Hey, Coach. How's it going today? It's going well. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. First of all, congratulations on a big round one win over uh, Taylor County last week, thirty-seven uh, nothing. Uh, yes, sir. I appreciate you. How do you feel like your team performed overall Friday night? Um, for the most part, they were locked in and and, and did a good job. Um, you know, we still made some mistakes, especially early in the game that we like like to not have, but um, we were over we were able to overcome it. So. You know, the, the the team was locked in and excited about playoff time, and, and that's what you want this time of year. Awesome. Um, offensively, you put 37 points up on the scoreboard. Uh, how do you feel like they performed overall? Um, really good. We were uh, uh, we were fun to watch. Um, a lot of big plays. Um, just a, a lot of guys making those plays that we expected them to make all season. And – um, like I said, getting hitting your stride this time of year is, is what you're looking for. And we had that. LeBron McMullen played really well out wide for us, playing in a different spot than he's played the whole season and had a really big game. Um, Jack James did a good job distributing the ball to all of his receivers and running backs. And, and Jordan White continues to uh, do Jordan White-type things. So um, it was pretty – it was pretty fun to watch. Awesome. Um, how did – you mentioned Jordan White at running back. How did uh, Malachi Ryder play Friday night? Uh, he played well. Uh, you know, they're back – they're splitting duties back there, um, making sure we always have f- fresh legs. Um, you know, he's still getting back into the the mix of, of playing. You know, he hasn't played a full game since he's been back yet. So, um, he, he – you know, this is Malachi. He's a, he's a guy that can carry a load. And we're just trying to make sure that we, uh, you know, make sure he's ready for that before we throw him into uh, playing a full game. <clears throat> Definitely. 
Um, was there anybody that stood out to you on offense that surprised you Friday night? Uh, it definitely would have been LeBron. You know, he hadn't been having games like that um, out wide. Um, and he and he was he was big time. I think he had nine catches for seventy something yards and a and a and a touchdown. Um, you know, we it's that's the type of performance we expected from him coming into the season. You know, every week being that guy um, that can take the top off for us out wide. Um, but he really hadn't had one of those games outside of the first one. Awesome. For him to step up this week, you know that's what you're looking for. Uh, that guy that you can uh, to stretch defenses uh, vertically as well as horizontally. Awesome, definitely. <clears throat> um, who uh, who scored for you Friday night? Oh man, a bunch of guys. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of guys. I'd have to have it written down to be able to tell you. I don't want to leave anybody out. I got you. Um. Your defense pitched a shutout Friday night. Um, yeah. How'd they perform in your eyes overall? Um, they did good. Um, they did a good job. As Coach Love would say, uh, did a good job lining up and doing the little bitty things. So, uh, you know, our our defense is very physical, um, and they hit. Um, so, to see them fly around and hit again, that was, that was fun. Um, you know, we really hadn't hit anybody since the Mayfield game, like where we're just flying around and just hit after hit after hit. Um, but this week, this past week, we were able to see that again. Um, who had a big game for you guys over there on defense? Uh, Leighton Davis played well up front. Um, continues to play well. Um, Wyatt Sanders plays outside uh, backer for us. He was able to get us a safety. And it was, it was a really good play. Had him backed up. He makes the play. And the reason it's such a special play is because he's playing on a couple broken toes. And, Ooh. you know, majority of last week he was, I mean, he basically all heart basically got him through practice. Um, and then he goes out Friday and he's able to make a big play like that. So, special gritty performance by him and then our linebackers continue to fly around and and hit jt adams is back to lower in the boom and flying around and, and that's just like that's what you want to see we were healthy on defense you know we had everybody back awesome definitely uh like that safety should have been in the tennessee game which I, I'm <laughs> uh, that's another subject for another day it should have been a safety i agree oh thank you I, I, i'm glad some somebody sided could tell that yeah um definitely should have been (laughs) was there anybody that uh stood out to you on defense that surprised you uh like i said wyatt um sanders definitely um surprised me we continue to have great play out of uh uh ben hall one of our (laughs) freshman linebackers who stepped into a role getting some playing time and then um we uh have a defensive lineman that we've that we really like. Um, it's his first year playing, and you know he played the JV season and, and and really impressed us there. And here lately, we've been playing him with the old guys, and his name's Devaris Young, and and he's just so fast off the ball, and he's nasty. Um, he's a guy that's making some noise, and he and he did so against Taylor County. Awesome. Um, I heard this after the fact. I didn't want to bring it up to you Friday, but. Uh... They're two running backs that were out. They were out. Yeah. Was it, do you know what happened to them? Or they left the sideline 
um, during an altercation on the field. Ah, okay. Yeah. I'm guessing they were suspended. Yeah. Ah, I got you. Um, looking ahead to next Friday, how are you guys injury-wise going into Friday? Um, I think that we are 100%. Awesome. That's always good to hear. Yeah, for sure. Um, how's the vibe at practice been? Good uh, yeah, it's, it's always good this time of year. <laughs> I think the kids feel the pressure of knowing that if they don't perform well, um, it could be it. So um, you really get their all every day. Um, the big thing right now up here is is fighting off the sickness, you know, the, all the different sicknesses that are going around and making sure everybody's healthy um, in that realm as well as physically healthy. So um, we, we should have everyone um, that we started the season with um, ready to go on Friday. I just talked to a coach earlier that he's got – three or four guys out with the flu and they're going to get yeah. a free team in the, in the state this week. So yeah, that's always tough. Um, looking ahead to Casey County. Um, why are you guys on the road? You, you guys have a better record, correct? Uh, no, they have a better record. Um, that we're actually they're the, they won their district. We're the two seed in our district. That's why we're okay. traveling. Okay. I knew y'all were a better team overall. <sighs> we we was, like to say so. What I've seen from him, <laughs> yeah, um, we, we, I know, I know our record isn't what people expect it to be, but we we play a really tough schedule yeah. and <laughs> strategically done um, so that we're prepared for these games and make sure that there's nothing that will come up in the three A playoffs that we haven't seen already. So our kids know how to uh, handle every situation and handle the adversity that comes through with playoff football and playing deep into the playoffs and, and everyone being good. So, um, you, you know, the schedule, I don't care about what our record is, really just what we do each week um, yeah. for those five weeks of the playoffs. Um, now, as far as I can tell, your only uh, common opponent with Casey County is Webster County, and you both performed really well against Webster County. Yeah. What do you well, know about Casey County? Taylor, Taylor County now as well. Oh, okay. Um, but – I guess we saw them the same way because they didn't have those. Well, they didn't have one of those running backs when they played them. Taylor County didn't. So, oh, okay. but I mean, they're they're a good football team. They have a really good core group of seniors um, that you can tell been playing football together for a while. Um, their quarterback is really good. Makes a lot of plays for them. Um, he's he's basically ninety percent of their offense. Um, and that's the guy we'll have to stop um, if we want to be successful. And then defensively, they play a 4-4 cover three and try to bend but don't break. Um, so we want to make sure they stay on defense the majority of the night and we finish with points. What's, what style of offense do they run? They spread. Um, I, it's not, I wouldn't say it's traditional, but they spread and throw it and, and like I said, run the quarterback a lot. I got you. Um, is the running backs a threat, or is it mostly their quarterback? Uh, yeah, they do have running backs that can do it, but they just—I guess—they like using the, the quarterback. I mean, he's a big, big physical body. Is he? Can he sling it, or is he? Oh, uh, he can throw it for sure. I got you. Um, who else is there to watch out for on uh, offense for those guys? Um, they have a, a running back. I don't know. I don't know his name. Um, and, a, and a couple of receivers that are that are good. 
uh, make a lot of plays for them. Uh, and one of those receivers is the coach's son, I believe. I mean, they share a last name, and it's it's not a common last name. So, I got you. Um, you said they were in a four-four on defense. Yeah. Um, who are their guys to watch out for over there? Uh, their inside linebackers are pretty good. Um, they, they they read, they read well. Um, fly to the football. Um, bad move. We're gonna have to make sure that our linemen got their eyes up, their heads up, and see what they're what they're doing. Um, can't fall asleep because they they got some difference makers in there. So just make sure that we do our job every play. We should be all right. Awesome. Um, what are some keys to victory for you guys to beat Gacy County Friday night? We have to start fast. Uh, it's a long trip for us. We don't want to dig a hole, especially a team like this who uh, who you know. Well, their confidence will only grow if we allow it and, and then make it harder on us. So we have to start fast and make sure that um, we finish drives with points, um, try to keep their offense off the field as much as possible and win the turnover battle. Um, you mentioned the bus ride. How long of a drive is it for you guys? Four hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that Central Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. That's a that is a long bus ride. Yes, it is. Not looking forward to it. I don't travel well. Our kids <laughs> travel well. I don't. I got you. Um, looking at uh, I know the middle school team uh, performed well this weekend. How did how they do? How'd your son do? Uh, they did well. Both teams are both teams are going to the state championship on Saturday. So I'm excited. Look forward to watching those guys compete as well. Um. Is that where is that Bowling Green? Um, they will play in Georgetown at Great Crossings High School. Okay, who who is they, <laughs> who are they playing? Um, the seventh grade is playing Pulaski, uh, Northern Pulaski, and the eighth grade is playing Lawrence County. That's pretty far east, Kentucky, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like it. Um. How's the rest of the family doing? Doing well. Awesome. Well, my wife just runs around and, and chases football. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, this, especially this time of year. Yeah. But that's um, fun. It's what we do. Definitely. Uh, how are your Noles doing? Hey, we're ranked again. That's all you can <laughs> ask for. Yeah. That's all Thank you can ask for. Um. Uh, who do they have coming up? It's uh, a good question. I know they, they have Florida in two weeks. Yeah, they just played Miami. Uh, have they played Pitt yet? Syracuse is one of those teams. I, I can't remember. I haven't even looked. Yeah, it don't matter. I had to quit watching, so I quit jinxing. <laughs> They've only lost when I watched. Ah, uh, that, that, that's always so frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> They're winning, and then you turn it over, and they start losing. Yeah. That, that's the story of my relationship with the Seminoles. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any other football this weekend? Uh-uh. Traveling to watch the middle school. Didn't get to see any. I watched a little bit of the Georgia game while I was eating. I was surprised. Not going to lie. I, I wasn't. Really? I, I, not at all. I didn't. I, I thought Tennessee would perform more of a challenge. 
Nah, it's it's fake success. <laughs> I put it out there, and the only reason I say that is because the Tennessee fans I'm around, I have to I have to listen to them all the time. <laughs> and he was not very he was not a very confident person when I when I put a little wager on it, a little friendly wager of a bus ride. He was he was not confident in in that he would win that. So um, I knew then it was over for him. <laughs> awesome. Coach, <laughs> it's been fun as always, and I look forward yes, to talking sir. to you next week after a big win over uh, Casey County. Yes, sir. I appreciate now, you. This round, we, do you know who where the game will be next week? Uh, most likely Louisville Cal, uh, okay. Christian Academy of Louisville. I got you. They, uh, they we're the lowest RPI in the West. So as long as it will play whoever the one seed is. So if they win, it'll be them. If they lose, it'll be Bardstown. If Bardstown was to lose, then the next one would be Union. It just goes that route. So either kinda, way it goes, we're the lowest. It's kind of surprising that you guys are the lowest RPI. Well, so when you, when you build a schedule like that, our RPI would be really high if we won. A yeah. lot of these games that we lost so close, but we did. So, you know, it is what it is. Gotcha. I think that the, uh, I think that it's worth it in the end um, because your kids are prepared for anything. So, hey, if you get a couple wins in it, you boost your RPI big time. If not, the, uh, the, uh, you know, just the, what you learn from being in those situations is definitely worth it. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. Well, Coach, I look forward to next week talking to you about, about a big win over Casey County. Yes, sir. Go Tornadoes. All right. Have a good day.